So if you're really struggling with keeping up with what to say where, that's a really simple way to think about it. Social media is building awareness and I want to get people onto my email list. I'm going to do things that get them onto the email list. Once they're on the email list, that's where I'm going to invest a ton of time in making sure that they're getting the right messages. Hello, everyone. Well, this is Dave Thompson and um, it is the 1st of April. Well, not actually the first day of April. It's the first Monday of April. So, hey, wait a minute. That's not April Fool's for you. I'm sorry. I uh, didn't mean to try to do that on you. But, you know, hey, every month we talk uh, with a number of different people and Mickey Anderson is back on the uh, line with me today. Uh, we're not going to do a video because, hey, the Internet is playing some havoc with us. So if you've been used to watching us, hey, today you only get to listen to us. Isn't that right, Mickey? That's right. Lucky you. <laughs> hey, yeah, well, maybe you don't want to see me this early on a Monday morning, huh? So, um, you know, hey, I, if, if you've been keeping up with things, uh, 23 for me has started off with one huge bang. I kind of figured it would after 22 was so slow. And uh, I won't be back with you this month on our podcast and all of our regular shows, but that's probably okay. You could probably use a break from me. But Mickey, let's talk about what do people do when they come up to situations like this? I mean, marketing needs to go on all the time, I'm imagining. Yeah, you know, it happens. We all have busy seasons. We all have things that come up. And so it's important to have a plan and some options, some contingencies for what you can do when things get really busy and you're not able to be active, to be, you know, coming up with content and posting and being everywhere all the time. And there's, there's a few different things you can do depending on the situation. I personally have a few options that I can kind of go to if necessary when things get busy. Sometimes I'll be really proactive and I'll pre-schedule everything in advance because I know that busy period's coming or that trip is coming. And so I'll just batch create some things well in advance, schedule, and then I can kind of set it and forget it. But the that doesn't always happen, right? We don't always have the option to plan in advance to, to get stuff done, we might just be really busy and not have the time. So having some options for things to do is, is really important. Um, one of the things that I love doing is just using stuff I've already created or posted in the past word for word again. And if it's social media, for example, on things like Instagram and Facebook, people don't typically scroll very far through your posts. And a lot of your audience will be new. And so it's perfectly acceptable to literally copy and paste and reuse word for word old high performing posts again and again. It's still relevant. It's still great content. So you can literally just copy and paste what you've already done and save yourself the time. Same thing with email. If you've got emails that went out that were really well performing, copy and use them again, make a few tweaks, change the headline and send it out. Most people won't notice, which is actually really great. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 Mickey, you're giving away all of my secrets. <laughs> it's true, though. Most people, most people, it takes a few times for us to remember things, right? There's a there's a bunch of different kind of rules of thumb, but seven to twenty one touch points before someone really remembers something. And so, if they haven't remembered it yet, it's perfectly okay <laughs> to send it out again. And if they do remember it, it's just a reminder, right? We, we always need those reminders, and it's it's perfectly acceptable to repurpose and reuse stuff that's already worked well. I like to personally choose stuff that performed well in the past. So if, if I want to reuse a post from the past, I don't have time to recreate. I'll go into my analytics and look for the top performing posts 
90 to 120 days before, steal that and just reuse it. Same with email, look for the highest open rates or highest click-through rates and just copy those. And that can be a really simple way to, to kind of scam the system a little bit. Well, I think that that's probably true for a lot of us, um, especially in the cleaning industry. Things come up all of a sudden that you weren't planning and, uh oh, well, I need to take care of this. And we have a tendency, Mickey, to then, oh, you know, hey, I got a fire that I got to put out. I got to go put out the fire. I get tunnel vision. Let's go do that. Uh, and then you go, oh, crud, you know. Um, and I kind of got caught short a little bit this year. Uh, didn't have everything completely planned, but folks, hey, if you're listening to me today, there are, you know, I put up because we're usually on Monday afternoons, we're live on the air with our Cleaning with the Academy hacks. But then I sent out an email set in on Facebook, LinkedIn, you know, and stuff. And I said, hey, uh, don't worry, I'll come back in May, but there's 12 episodes. Here's the playlist. See? You're doing it right. Sometimes it's good to send stuff out that's that's already been repurposed. And I think it's a it's a good reminder that we want to have a certain number or a certain amount of our marketing that's just set and forget. Doing everything live day after day or week after week, it's not always sustainable. Busy stuff happens. Things come up in life that just take us away. And so if you can, you know, even if it's two posts a week on your social media or your LinkedIn, schedule in advance, right? Try and give yourself as much of a buffer as possible. So even if you get pulled away, you have at least a minimum viable amount of marketing that's going to go out automated anyways. And most tools like LinkedIn, for example, you can schedule posts in advance. Same with Facebook. You can use those tools to just make your life a little bit easier so you don't have to keep coming up with stuff on the spot. Now, if we've got somebody new that's listening and they're going, well, who is this Mickey Anderson and why should I take her advice? Maybe we probably need to tell them who you are, Mickey. Oh, the good reminder, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's that reminder. <laughs> it's still relevant. Yeah, so I'm Mickey Anderson. I'm a marketing strategist. Uh, I am also a conversion copywriter, so I help service businesses in particular at uh, optimize their offers, optimize their marketing messaging and their sales, that kind of bottom of funnel, the things that make people buy. I help you do those really well. Well, and that's why we talk with you every month because, you know, we've talked about a number of different things over, well, I guess we're probably into almost six months of, gosh, man, time goes by, Mickey. I know it's, uh, it's wild. It's hard. I'd still find it hard writing 2023. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I gotta tell you something, girl. You, 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 you there. We're 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 approaching the halfway mark almost. It's every year though. I'll finally get comfortable, and then the year will change. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and you know, as you talk about marketing, I think that is something else we do. Don't we get comfortable in just doing the same thing? Um, it seems like we used to be able to do that because people just steadily stayed with what, but nowadays it just changes all the time. Yeah. I mean, there's so many distractions too now that didn't exist before. We're constantly getting dinged and notifications. My phone's gone off about 10 times since we started this conversation, right? So that we're constantly being pulled in different directions. So it's a lot harder to hold people's catch people's attention and hold it nowadays. And so we need to mix it up. We need to be able to stop the scroll essentially and get people's attention. And if you do the same thing over and over again, that's not necessarily going to get you a different result. 
Well, you know, and I think that kind of is the reason why we were doing just the audio podcast all the time, all the time. And people, you know, video was what was. Um, and then as you were saying here, you, you know, some people say, well, you talk about the same thing. Well, I never know when somebody is new and hasn't listened. And, you know, even with these classes I were getting ready for in, in April, they said, well, you already talked about that. I said, you have to hear it so many times before you commit it to memory. Marketing yeah, is the same think, way, right? Um, it's so true. You know, I think if something is important enough, most people aren't doing it. Let's get real. Like, regardless of what have you, like, if I've been talking about it this long, are you actually doing it? No, that means I need to talk about it some more. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, I keep trying to do it, Nikki. I keep trying. <laughs> so I think I think we all need reminders. I think consistency is great. And yeah, you know, some people might tune out if it's the same thing or the same topics over and over. But the people who really matter, who are your ideal clients, they won't. Right. And that's the key. We're not trying to talk to everybody and be relevant to everyone. We're trying to talk to the people who are our potential clients or our existing clients. And keep them, <laughs> get them to buy and keep them as long as possible. And that's one of the reasons for sure. Well, yes, we, we all have clients um, or, or customers, depending on the way you want to say it, that are, you know, the, I guess the old word. I don't know if there's a new word. I call them, I, I don't know if it's still a tribe you know, anymore. I, hey, I mean, it's maybe I mean, community, whatever you want to say. Yeah, there's lots of ways to say it. But yeah, absolutely. You have to keep those people involved. And so you have to have like advanced stuff to keep them. And that's what I struggle with yeah. with classes. I've got, it's like, you got to make sure that you keep those people engaged and involved, but then you go, you know what? There's new people that are new to the industry. They're still, they're still viable too. Yeah. You know, we, we I like to think of it like a ladder and um, so you get people at the very beginning of the ladder where they're just trying to take that first step. Right. And that's that beginner or entry level, whether it's your marketing, whether it's your offers, your courses. But what happens once they've hit that step? They have another one to go. And so how do we serve them in that next step? If you're trying to take people from the bottom rung to the top rung all in one go, you're probably going to have some people who fall off. <laughs> right. Like that's the truth of it. Whether it's in your marketing or whether it's actually trying to get people to learn. If we try to take them too far too fast, they're going to regress. And so right. one step at a time is really important. So you'll have the 101, then the 201, then the 301, then the 401 classes. When it comes to your marketing, you'll have that beginner level, right? Just getting them aware that the cleaning industry is a viable place for them to work. And then, okay, so you're in cleaning. Now, how do you choose what type of cleaning you want to get into? And then, okay, what do we do with bathrooms versus, you know, kitchens? What do we do with larger buildings that have multiple offices? And how do you hire and train staff? And so the problems progress. And you're still talking to the same person, but just at different stages of climbing that ladder. So it is important that you talk to all of those pieces. But the best thing about marketing in my experience, and especially when it comes to email marketing in particular, which is my personal favorite, it's that you can segment or organize your list so you know who's on what rung of the ladder and what message they need to hear based off of you know how long they've been on your list, what they've received, what they clicked on right? What classes they've taken, what they bought, what they didn't buy. And so you can really customize the conversation with that person based off of that. Whereas social media, for example, you have no control. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you can't segment or organize your list. You're just posting no. and hoping that you're catching the right person at the right time. So 
So that's where quantity, being able to produce a ton of quantity will allow you to speak to all of those people at the different stages just because you're doing it so frequently, right? Whereas with email, you have a lot more control. And so I like to think of it really simply where any channels like social media that I don't own, so LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, all of those places that I don't own the platform, those I'm trying to get people onto my email list <laughs> so that I can organize them and then speak to them more relevantly. So it's mostly awareness content, that bottom of rung content. And then once I get them onto my email, I can speak more specifically to where they're at. So if you're really struggling with keeping up with what to say where, that's a really simple way to think about it. Social media is building awareness and I want to get people onto my email list. I'm going to do things that get them onto the email list. Once they're on the email list, that's where I'm going to invest a ton of time in making sure that they're getting the right messages at the right steps. You know, it's so interesting hearing you talk about that because ironically, as these classes are coming up here in April, um, you know, my first one's down in Miami here next week. And they're all like middle to advanced. So the, the conversation, the class where you start actually is not at the bottom rung. They're all, they already have all of that. They're, they're starting in the middle and we need to go to not completely to the top because they're not management. But then on the other hand, a week later, I go to Bermuda and we're talking, these people don't even have a job. So this is onboarding completely at the very bottom because they may never have even ran a vacuum cleaner. They don't even know what a vacuum cleaner is because they're coming from all over the world coming to Bermuda. So it's been a complete different strategy, marketing. How do you, and, and you know, when you're talking marketing, I know we're talking that, but I'm also thinking I'm marketing whenever I build a Prezi for the presentation. That's still part of my marketing as far as I believe. Yep. No, absolutely. Yeah, they're, they're very different strategies, very different conversations. And, and although they might be very similar in a lot of ways, they are. They're at different stages of that ladder. And so making sure that you're speaking to them in the way that's most relevant is very, very important. And that's why I think email is just so powerful. Like I'll, I'll talk email all day long every day. I love email <laughs> for that reason. Because if you get those people who are going to Bermuda, if you get them into your email list, you know they're going to Bermuda, you can... You can very easily customize short emails, conversations saying, okay, you know, here's what you're going to learn. Here's probably some questions that you've got that we're going to address. Here's why you need to make sure that you're attending and participating. Oh yeah, by the way, here's some questions that we got last time, right? Versus the people in the middle of the ladder who you're speaking to and you have them on your list. You can say, okay, so you've gone through all of these pieces here. We know that this is the problem that you're facing. Here's how we're going to fix it. Here's what you can expect. And it's, it's very different. And you have that power with email to speak to those groups differently. Whereas if you're trying to communicate to both of those groups all on social media, it all kind of gets mixed. So, you know what, folks, I got to tell you, I think it's going to be a short podcast today because it's just pretty <laughs> much simple. What Mickey said is, hey, you have two different ways you're going to market. Put your, get your emails, you know, and that's how you get them on. And then you can segment it out. And folks, marketing's done 101. You know, one of the big questions I get about email that I think probably the listeners are thinking is, okay, but how do I get them on my email list? You know, okay, so I'm posting on social media, but how in the world do I get them to give me my email, their email address? 
I wasn't going to go there, Mickey, but I'm glad you did because I know people are probably thinking that right now. It's like, okay, so how do I get this huge email list, right? Yeah. And you know what? Email list building really is simple. Don't buy a list. That's illegal in a lot of places, um, especially the EU. They have privacy laws. So you don't want to ever buy a list. And also buying a list is probably not going to guarantee you one thing zero success rate. Like <laughs> these aren't your people. You want to, you want to build and nurture people. And so when we're thinking about that ladder, right, then the, the bottom rung is A and the top rung is Z. When we're building the email list, most people at the very beginning are at, at a certain level. So you just want to help them give them something that's going to take them half a step or one step further. So if, if we're talking about your people in Bermuda, for example, how do we get them onto your email list? These are beginners. They don't have um, any experience in the cleaning industry. They don't have jobs in the cleaning industry now. Okay, how can I get them to buy in and give me their email list so I can talk to them more about the cleaning industry? I'm going to give away a free guide or a free video or a free something in exchange for their email that talks about how they can make money in the cleaning industry or how they can go from scratch to building a cleaning business, something really simple, maybe three steps to get your first cleaning job or three steps to know whether the cleaning industry is right for you, right? Something that you can give away that's gonna help them make a decision, take an action, take one half step or a full step forward, very specific. And you've got them on your list. And the great thing is you can have different guides for different levels or different people, right? And when they come in, that helps you organize. Okay, this person got this guide, so it means they're here. This person got this workshop, so it means they're here. I can speak to them in different ways. And it it really does, doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be super beautifully designed or expensive. It can be a really simple document with three things, but it just has to be relevant. It has to be actionable and it has to be fast to consume and to action. Those are the three things. If you can do that, you'll, you'll grow your list. I can just imagine that folks, if you were able to see that you'd be able to see an office here with all these flow charts all over the office walls about how to get people from here to here and, and, and all these ladders and who's on what, I don't know where my name is on a ladder somewhere, but it probably is on one of her ladders, I would imagine. Mine's pretty simple. And you know what? I think simplicity always wins, in my humble opinion. That's it. And so if you're if you're thinking of your ideal customer, you can literally draw out like a timeline from start to finish. Okay, so when they become aware, here's where they are. When they've finished using us and they're no longer a, a customer, but they're referring their friends and family, they're an advocate of our business, here's them at the end. And you just plot out some logical steps that this person will take and you try and serve them in each one of those steps with your marketing at the beginning. And then with your services and your communications near the end. And it's that simple, right? You can have just one timeline for one ideal customer. If it's for, um, for example, if you run an industrial cleaning company and you work specifically with big high rises, right? In a very particular location, plot out that business, the decision maker. Okay, they've got a problem. The existing cleaning systems or whatever they're doing right now isn't working. Okay. So then they're going to start looking and investigating into what options are on the market. Then they're going to look at pricing. Then they're going to look at, look, and you just plot it out. Okay. So now they've got it in, where do they start? Okay. And how do we keep them long-term? You just plot it out on a chart and it really makes it a lot easier when you see it, at least for me, visually on like one big timeline. Well, and I think that begs the to the conversation as we get ready to close out today, because I think it, it, you know, we're both real busy and I appreciate your time, Mickey, but, you know, 
visualization is where we are. And you and I have talked about this so many times is that, uh, and this is where I have the problem with the email and, and, um, Folks, if you've been listening, she got us over on the loom. I've been using it a little bit. I can't. I guarantee you, I haven't gotten really good at, with it yet. But hey, I'm I'm working towards it, Mickey. I took the advice. But I think this is where, folks, you need to listen to not only this podcast but the rest we've done with Mickey. You'll see the number of different things that come into the marketing program. But you know, it is consistency, Mickey. That is the biggest thing. Whatever it is, this is what you've taught me over the last six months. Have a plan, work the plan, be consistent. Yeah, one thing at a time, too. You know, I think sometimes we make the plan really big and really complicated and have tons of parts, but it's not sustainable long term. And that's one of the things we need to think about. Can I sustain this effort? Can I keep doing this thing over the long term? Can I outsource it viably? How am I going to keep this going? Because if I can't keep consistent with it, it's probably not worth my time and energy yet, right? And sometimes that means biting the bullet and making an investment into somebody, whether it's a, a VA, a staff member, a team member, giving them some extra budget to, to tackle some of those things so it can be consistent for you. But yes, absolutely. Consistency is king. Well, folks, we appreciate your time today. Mickey, I appreciate your time here uh, on the podcast this morning. Um, I'll be back in May. I should not be traveling in May. Other people are supposed to be coming back to me in May. So, hey, we'll be, I'd be back with Mickey, uh, next, uh, month would be the first Monday of May with Mickey. How do they get hold of you, Mickey? So, uh, they know, well, maybe I've got a tip that I need and I want to hear from you directly. Yeah, head on over to heymickeyanderson.com. I actually have a new free tool if you're interested in snagging it that's going to help you with your social media captions. So writing social media can be super time consuming and annoying. I have a new guide. It's 21 free reusable AI prompts that you can use with something like ChatGPT or Jasper or whatever AI tool you want to help you write out 21 social media captions in about 10 minutes. Wow. Now, hey, now yes. see, it might have been worth you listening just to get to that. It's free over there on heymickeyanderson.com. Hey, All right. So, folks, uh, please like and share our podcast today. The only way that it is beneficial to anybody is if you share it. And, of course, you have to like and subscribe. Then that way you'll find out when we do the next one. Same thing with all of the social media, Mickey. That's the way it always is, right? That's it. That's it. <laughs> Folks, thanks for listening today. And remember, whatever you do, make sure that that journey that you're on is healthy, positive, and proactive. So until next month, be good out there.